Don't worry about anything but in everything by prayer and petition. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us to begin with in the Word of God. The book of Psalms, Psalm 100, beginning at verse 1. Shout with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing with joy. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever. And his faithfulness continues to each generation. All of Psalm 100. Then Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. All of Psalm 23. Then looking, continuing in the book of Psalms, Psalm 92, beginning at verse 1. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to your name, O Most High. It is good to proclaim your unfailing love in the morning, your faithfulness in the evening. Accompanied by a ten-stringed instrument, a harp, and the melody of a lyre. You thrill me, Lord, with all you have done for me. I will sing for joy because of what you have done. O Lord, what great works you do, and how deep are your thoughts. Only a simpleton would not know, and only a fool would not understand this. Though the wicked sprout like weeds and evildoers flourish, they will be destroyed forever. But you, O Lord, will be exalted forever. Your enemies, Lord, will surely perish. All evildoers will be scattered. But you have made me as strong as a wild ox. You have anointed me with fine, excuse me, you have anointed me with the finest oil. My eyes have seen the downfall of my enemies. My ears have heard the defeat of my wicked opponents. But the godly will flourish like palm trees and grow strong like the cedars of Lebanon, for they are transplanted to the Lord's own house. They flourish in the courts of our God. Even in old age, they will still produce fruit. They will remain vital and green. They will declare, the Lord is just. He is my rock. There's no evil in him. End of Psalm 92. 
Thank you, Father, for the wonderful gift of your word. Thank you for the privilege that is ours as we get the opportunity, have the opportunity to come to you in prayer every single day. And thank you, Lord, for the fact that you are Heavenly Father that always, always, always has, have lifts, you have listening ears for the prayers of we, your children. Thank you for this, this honor of being able to converse with you every day. Thank you for eternal life. Thank you for health and strength. Thank you for the opportunity to know you, to serve you, to be able to follow you. Thank you for the privilege of being able to live in your word, to read and meditate on your word, and thus spend time one-on-one with you every single day. Father, anoint us afresh today with the spirit of worship, praise, and thanksgiving, and empower us to be the worshiping, praising, and thankful people that you have called us your church to be. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our producer is Isaac Jackson. Isaac is going to lead us in a word of prayer at this time. Hey, love. Thank you so much for these moments, and thank you for your wonderful word. Thank you for Jesus being the fulfillment of the law. Thank you for grace and peace. Thank you for being our provider. Father, I ask that you'd grow us more in your word, that you'd grow us more in truth, that you'd grow us more in maturity, and that we'd walk with the Spirit more and more every day. In your holy name, amen. 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 Thank you, Isaac. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. Uh, Today on the broadcast, we're uh, inviting you to walk with us as we share uh, Well, we're focusing on the topic, worship, praise, and thanksgiving, scripture, and inspirational readings. And as we walk through scriptures uh, that specifically focus on worship, thanksgiving, and praise, one or the other, or all three, and of course, they all work together. They're not necessarily the same, worship, praise, and thanksgiving, but they all connect wonderfully together as well. Thank you again, Father, for your word, and thank you for the many ways your word bless us. Your word blesses us and encourages us, edifies us, strengthens us, draws us closer to you. We thank you for the gift, the wonderful blessing and gift your word is to every one of us. With every passing day, more and more help us to grow an understanding of the many ways your word is such a blessing to us, such a gift. And thank you for the opportunity for us to open your word every day and spend time one-on-one with you in it. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. We invite you to continue to focus with us in the Word of God, looking now with us further in the book of Psalms, Psalm 34. Psalm 34, beginning at verse 1. I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak His praises. I will boast only in the Lord. Let all who are helpless take heart. Come, Let us tell of the Lord's greatness. Let us exalt his name together. I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. Those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. In my desperation, I prayed and the Lord listened. He saved me from all my troubles for the angel of the Lord is a guard. He surrounds and defends all who fear him. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you his godly people. For those who fear him will have all they need. Even strong young lions, even strong young lions sometimes go hungry. 
but those who trust in the Lord will lack no good thing. Come, my children, and listen to me, and I will teach you to fear the Lord. Does anyone want to live a life that is long and prosperous? Then keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. Turn away from evil and do good. Search for peace and work to maintain it. The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right. His ears are open to their cries for help. But the Lord turns his face against those who do evil. He will erase their memory from the earth. The Lord hears his people when they call to him for help. He rescues them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. The righteous person faces many troubles, but the Lord comes to the rescue each time. For the, Lord, for the Lord protects the bones of the righteous. Not one of them is broken. Calamity will surely destroy the wicked, and those who hate the righteous will be punished. But the Lord will redeem those who serve him. No one who takes refuge in him will be condemned. All of Psalm 34. Then looking further in the book of Psalms, Psalm 111. Psalm 111, beginning at verse 1. Praise the Lord. I will thank the Lord with all my heart as I meet with his godly people. How amazing are the deeds of the Lord. All who delight in him should ponder them. Everything he does reveals his glory and majesty. His righteousness never fails. He causes us to remember his wonderful works. How gracious and merciful is our Lord. He gives food to those who fear him. He always remembers his covenant. He has shown his great power to his people by giving them the lands of other nations. All he does is just and good, and all his commandments are trustworthy. They are forever true, to be obeyed faithfully and with integrity. He has paid a full ransom for his people. He has guaranteed his covenant with them forever. What a holy awe-inspiring name he has. Fear of the Lord is the foundation of true wisdom. All who obey his commandments will grow in wisdom. Praise him forever. All of Psalm 111. Then looking in further, continuing in the book of Psalms, Psalm 95, beginning at verse 1 again. 95, beginning at verse 1. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come to him with thanksgiving. Let us sing psalms of praise to him. For the Lord is a great God, a great king above all gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the mightiest mountains. The sea belongs to him, for he made it. His hands formed the dry land too. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker, for He is our God. We are the people He watches over, the flock under His care. If only you would listen to His holy, if only you would listen to His voice today. The Lord says, Don't harden your hearts as Israel did at Meribah, as they did at Massah in the wilderness. For there, your ancestors tested and tried my patience, even though they saw everything I did. 
For 40 years I was angry with them, and I said, They are a people whose hearts turn away from me. They refuse to do what I tell them. So in my anger I took an oath. They will never enter my place of rest. End of Psalm 95. Again, today we're looking at the topic, Worship, Praise, and Thanksgiving, Scripture and Inspirational Readings. And I would encourage you, if you haven't already, please do take time to jot down the different passages of Scripture that we're sharing. And we'd encourage you to take the time to to go back over them at a later time as well. The next one is Psalm 96. Sing a new song to the Lord. Let the whole earth sing to the Lord. Sing to the Lord praise, sing to the Lord, praise His name. Each day proclaim the good news that He saves. Publish His glorious deeds among the nations. Tell everyone about the amazing things He does. Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods. The gods of other nations are mere idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty surround him. Strength and beauty fill his sanctuary. O nations of the world, recognize the Lord. Recognize that the Lord is glorious and strong. Give to the Lord the glory he deserves. Bring your offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in all his holy splendor. Let all the earth tremble before him. Tell all the nations the Lord reigns. The Lord stands firm and cannot be shaken. He will judge all peoples fairly. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Let the sea and everything in it shout his praise. Let the fields and their crops burst out with joy. Let the trees of the forest sing for joy. Before the Lord, for he is coming. He is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world with justice and the nations with his truth. All of Psalm 96. We're looking today at the topic, Worship, Praise, and Thanksgiving, Scripture and Inspirational Readings. We'll be right back.
music of Covenant Church with I Will Lift Up My Eyes. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Today we're looking at the topic Worship, Praise, and Thanksgiving, Scripture and Inspirational Readings. Reading now from the book of Psalms, further Psalm 98, beginning at verse 1. Sing a new song to the Lord, for He has done wonderful deeds. His right hand has won a mighty victory. His holy arm has shown His saving power. The Lord has announced His victory and has revealed His righteousness to every nation. He has remembered His promise to love and be faithful to Israel. The ends of the earth have seen the victory of our God. Shout to the Lord all the earth. Break out in praise and sing for joy. Sing your praise to the Lord with the harp, with the harp and melodious sound, with trumpets and the sound of the ram's horn. Make a joyful symphony before the Lord the King. Let the sea and everything in it shout His praise. Let the earth and all living things join in. Let the rivers clap their hands in glee. Let the hills sing out their songs of joy before the Lord. For He is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world with justice and the nations with fairness. All of Psalm 98. Now, sharing an article that we placed on the AFA stand, the article is entitled, An Attitude of Gratitude is Its Own Reward. And again, if you'd like to get a copy, simply email us, joseph at afr.net. We'll be glad to get it to you. Again, joseph at afr.net. Again, the title, An Attitude of Gratitude is Its Own Reward. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17 tells us, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Again, First Thessalonians 5, 17. Why is it so important to give thanks to God in the good times and the bad, in the sunshine and in the rain? Well, one reason is that life is a gift. Another reason is thanksgiving and praise are powerful weapons that help you to be an overcomer and winner in life. See 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. This is true no matter what the obstacles you or trials you face. Allow me to share a tremendous illustration of this reality. Francis had many of what Francis had what many would consider a tough, tragic, and troubled life. A doctor's error left her at six weeks of age with lifelong blindness. Her father passed away when she was very young. She was raised by her mother and grandmother. Many in today's world would believe Francis had plenty of reasons to be unhappy, depressed, and without hope. However, in her autobiography. Francis June Crosby chose to write these amazing words. It seemed intended by the blessed providence of God that I should be blind all my life, and I thank him for the dispensation. The doctor who made the mistake later moved away. However, Francis wrote, If I could meet him now, I would say, Thank you, thank you, over and over again for making me blind. Though many may conclude that living a life with blindness would be a sad, disappointing life, Frances considered it to be one of her greatest blessings. She considered her blindness to be a gift from God. She said, I could not have written thousands of hymns if I had been hindered by the distractions of seeing all the interesting and beautiful objects that would have been presented to my notice. By the way, many know Frances June Crosby so much better by the name Fanny Crosby, the great hymn and songwriter. Fanny Crosby blessed the church and the world with songs that include Blessed Assurance, 
to God be the glory. Redeemed, all the way my Savior leads me and many others. She is a tremendous example of one who lived with a grateful spirit and with an attitude of gratitude. Having this attitude was a great blessing to her, and she in turn continues to be a great blessing to the church and to the world. Make it your goal to thank God in all circumstances, for even in tough times, God really does run our cups over in blessing in so many ways. See Psalm 23, verse 5. Take time to thank and praise God for His goodness. Don't focus on the negative things in life. Focus on the blessings. It, it will change your whole outlook on life. Also, being grateful to God for His goodness will stir up your joy. Be mindful, too, that being genuinely grateful makes you instantly rich in the truest sense of the word. Ask God to anoint you today with a spirit of praise and gratitude. Instead of complaining about the rain, thank God for watering his beautiful world for free. Instead of complaining about not feeling well, thank God that you are alive. Instead of complaining about having to clean your house, thank God that you have a home to live in. Instead of being impatient with family members, Thank God for the gift your loved ones are to you. Instead of complaining about your job, thank God that you have a job and an income. Instead of complaining about the world, thank God for the opportunity to pray and help change the world to be a better place. Give thanks in all things. And do remember this, being a genuinely grateful person will bless you tremendously. Crosby lived out both the literal and biblical meanings of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, but by doing so obediently, she became an example of Colossians 3, 23, and gave her praise to God for thousands of tongues to sing. Praise and thank God daily and often. Living life with an attitude of gratitude really is its own reward. Again, the title of that article, An Attitude of Gratitude is Its Own Reward. And if you'd like to get a copy, simply email us at joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We'll be glad to get a copy to you. And then next is an inspirational reading. And again, um, once again, one we've shared before, but one that's inspiring and very touching and one that can stir up gratitude in a believer's heart. The title of this reading is God Lives Under the Bed. I envy Kevin. My brother Kevin thinks God lives under his bed. At least that's what I heard him say one night. Kevin was praying out loud in his dark bedroom, and I stopped to listen. Are you there, God? He said. Where are you? Oh, I see under the bed. I giggled softly and tiptoed off to my own room. Kevin's unique perspectives are often a source of amusement. But that night, something else lingered, long after the humor. I realized for the first time the very different world my brother Kevin lives in. Kevin was born 30 years ago mentally disabled as a result of difficulties during labor. Apart from his size, he's six foot two. There are few ways in which he is an adult. He reasons and communicates with the capabilities of a seven-year-old, and he always will. He will probably always believe that God lives under his bed, that Santa Claus is the one who fills the space under our tree every Christmas, 
and that airplanes stay up in the sky because angels carry them. I remember wondering if Kevin realizes he is different. Is he ever dissatisfied with his monotonous life? Up before dawn each day, off to work at a workshop for the disabled, home to work, home to walk our cocker spaniel, return to eat his favorite macaroni and cheese for dinner, and later to bed. The only variation in the entire scheme is laundry when he hovers excitedly over the washing machine like a mother with her newborn child. Kevin doesn't seem to be dissatisfied. He lopes out to the bus every morning at 7.05, eager for a day of simple work. He wrings his hands excitedly while the water boils on the stove before dinner, and he stays up late twice a week to gather our dirty laundry for for his next day's laundry chores. And Saturdays, oh, the bliss of Saturdays. That's the day my dad takes Kevin to the airport to have a soft drink, watch the planes land, and speculate loudly on the destination of each passenger inside. That one's going to Chicago, Kevin shouts as he claps his hands. His anticipation is so great he can hardly sleep on Friday nights. And so goes his world of daily rituals and weekend field trips. Kevin Kevin doesn't know what it means to be discontent. His life is simple. He will never know the entanglements of wealth or power, and he does not care what brand of clothing he wears or what kind of food he eats. Kevin's needs have always been met, and he never worries that one day they may not be. His hands are diligent. Kevin is never so happy as when he is working. When he unloads the dishwasher or vacuums the carpet, his heart is completely in it. He does not shrink from a job when it is begun, and he does not leave a job until it is finished. But when his tasks are done, Kevin knows how to relax. He is not obsessed with his work or the work of others. His heart is pure. He still believes everyone tells the truth, that promises must be kept, and when you're wrong, you apologize instead of argue. Free from pride and unconcerned with appearances, Kevin is not afraid to cry when he is hurt, angry, or sorry. He is always transparent, always sincere, and he trusts God. Not confined by intellectual reasoning, when he comes to Christ, he comes as a child. Kevin seems to know God, to really be friends with him in a way that is difficult for a quote-unquote educated person to grasp. God seems like his closest companion. In my moments of doubt and frustrations with Christianity, I envy the security Kevin has in his simple faith. It is then that I am most willing to admit that he has some divine knowledge that rises above my mortal questions. It is then I realize that perhaps Kevin is not the one with the handicap. I am. My obligations, my fear, my pride, my circumstances, they all become disabilities when I do not trust them to God's care. Who knows if Kevin comprehends things I can never learn? After all, he has spent his whole life in that kind of innocence, praying after dark and soaking up the goodness and love of God. And one day, when the mysteries of heaven are opened, and we are all amazed at how close God really is to our hearts 
I'll realize that God heard the simple prayers of a boy who believed that God lived under his bed. Kevin won't be surprised at all. Father, thank you, Lord, for the wonderful gift of eternal life. Thank you for health and strength. Thank you for the opportunity to know you, to be able to walk with you. And thank you, Lord, for the many gifts that are ours every day of our lives that sadly too often we haven't taken the time to thank you for. Father, we confess, Lord, often we've not expressed our gratitude, praise, and worship to you like we should have. Father, you literally run our cups over every day in so many ways. Thank you again for the privilege of of again knowing you and being able to walk with you every day. Thank you for the privilege of being able to come to you in prayer every single day. Thank you for the air that we breathe, and thank you, Father, for the world we live in. Thank you for the ability to see, to feel, to touch, to taste, to smell. Thank you, Father, for the gift of family and friends and loved ones. Thank you, Father, for the things that sometimes may seem like simple blessings, yet are tremendous blessings that you give us new every day. Thank you for the opportunity to know you, to serve you, to follow you every day. Thank you for the privilege of being able to open your word every day and hear directly from heaven as we listen to you speak words of counsel, words of wisdom, words of power, words of grace, words of encouragement. Thank you, Father, for the opportunity that we have of being able to talk to you in prayer no matter where we are or what we might be doing. And thank you, Lord, for the fact that you're a heavenly Father that will make time to listen to our prayers no matter where we might be. Thank you for the privilege of being able to share the gospel and tell others how to come to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. What a blessing, what an honor, what a privilege it is that you've given us in being able to be co-laborers with you and with the Holy Spirit in inviting others to, to be pulled off the road to hell, on, to, on the road to heaven and eternal life. What a privilege, what a joy, what an opportunity, what a privilege it is to be involved in this wonderful work. Father, anoint us afresh today with the spirit of worship, praise, and thanksgiving, and anoint us afresh today with the spirit of evangelism and discipleship. More and more, help us to live faithfully and passionately every day, shining for Jesus Christ boldly and brightly through our words, our actions, our attitude, the things we say, the things we do. Help us to deliberately be a faithful ambassador for you everywhere we go. Help us to shine for you at home, on the job, at school, in the community, in the store, in the park, wherever we might be. Thank you for that opportunity. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. As today we're looking at the topic, worship, praise, and thanksgiving. Scripture and inspirational readings. We'll be right back.
surrounded by your glory what will my heart feel will i dance for you jesus or in all of you be still will i stand in your presence or to my knees will i fall will i sing hallelujah will i be able to speak at all i can only imagine i can only imagine i can only imagine when that day comes and i find myself standing in the sun i can only imagine when all i would do is forever forever worship you i can only imagine yeah i can only imagine surrounded by your glory what will my heart feel will i dance for you jesus or in all of you be still Or to my knees will I fall, will I sing hallelujah, will I be able to speak at all, I can only imagine, yeah, I can only imagine, surrounded by your glory, what will my heart feel, will I Music of Mercy Me with I Can Only Imagine. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Today we're looking at the topic worship, praise, and thanksgiving, scripture, and inspirational readings. And we invite you to look now in the book of, uh, well, actually we're going to share an article and then we're going to get back to reading scripture. This is an article uh, again, one we've shared before, but again, our encouragement is email us to get a copy if you'd like to get a copy. This is in, this one is entitled Praying Daily for Your Spouse, and it actually has a prayer for a husband to pray daily for his wife and then one to pray daily for uh, one for the wife to pray daily for her husband. Uh, again, so again, the title of the article is Praying Daily or your spouse, and of course, we're going to pray the prayer for the wife, and uh, uh, but the article contains both of those prayers. Husbands, the following prayer is a very fruitful prayer to pray for your wife every day. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for the gift my wife is to me, to our family, and to the church and the kingdom of God. Lord, bless my wife today indeed. 
expand her territory, cause your hand to be mightily upon her, keep her from evil that she may not cause pain in Jesus' name. Help me this day to be the full blessing to her that you want me to be in Jesus' name. Fill her day with joy, peace, grace, and encouragement. Help her to walk in your love, joy, and peace. Help her to spend time in your word and in prayer. Help her to spend the time in your word and in prayer that you want her to spend today in Jesus' name. Help her to put you first in her life. Help her to not make any graven images. Help her to not take your name in vain. Help her to remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Help her to honor her father and her mother. Help her to value life. Help her to not steal. Help her to not commit adultery. Help her to tell the truth. Help her to not covet in Jesus' name. Dear Lord, empower her this day to fulfill all the call of God upon her life. Help her to live today as the living sacrifice you would have her to be in Jesus' name. And thank you, Lord, for hearing my prayer. And thank you again for the gift my wife is to me. Dear Lord, bless her and keep her. Make your face to shine upon her and be gracious to her. Dear Lord, lift up your countenance upon her and give her your peace. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. And again, that's a, a prayer a husband can pray for his wife. And of course, the article itself contains the prayer that the wife would pray for her husband as well. Again, the title of the article, Praying Daily for Your Spouse. If you want to get a copy, simply email us, joseph at afr.net. We'll be glad to get a copy to you. Picking up on continued reading from the Word, Colossians chapter 3, beginning at verse 1. Since you've been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven, where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth, for you died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is your life, is revealed to the whole world, you will share in all his glory. So put to death the sinful, earthly things lurking within you. Have nothing to do with sexual immorality, impurity, lust, and evil desires. Don't be greedy, for a greedy person is an idolater, worshiping the things of this world. Because of these sins, the anger of God is coming. You used to do these things when your life was still part of this world. But now is the time to get rid of anger, rage, malice, behavior, slander, and dirty language. Don't lie to each other, for you have stripped off your old sinful nature and all its wicked deeds. Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your Creator and become like Him. In this new life, it doesn't matter if you are a Jew or a Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slave or free. Christ is all that matters, and he lives in all of us. Since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves with you must clothe yourselves with humility. Tender-hearted you must clothe yourselves with humility, tender-hearted, mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. 
and let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. Let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. And whatever you do or say, do it all as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. Wives, submit to your husbands as is fitting for those who belong to the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and never treat them harshly. Children, always obey your parents, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not aggravate your children or they will become discouraged. Slaves, obey your earthly masters in everything you do. Try to please them all the time, not just to when, not just when they are watching you. Serve them sincerely because of your reverent fear of the Lord. Work willingly at whatever you do, as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. Remember that the Lord will give you an inheritance as your reward and that the master you are serving is Christ. But if you do what is wrong, you will be paid back for the wrong you have done, for God has no favorites. End of Colossians chapter 3. Thank you, Lord, once again for your word. Thank you for the power and the grace that rests upon your word. Thank you for the opportunity that is ours to read your word every single day. And Lord, thank you for the wisdom and the grace and the counsel of Colossians 3 that encourages us to seek first, seek you and your kingdom first. Thank you for the joy that is ours as we simply live a life knowing you, walking with you, and running after you every day. Father, more and more open our eyes to to better understand as believers that every one of us are called to full-time ministry. Help us to recognize and grow in our understanding of the fact that there's so much work to be done, so many kingdom issues to be addressed, and that you've called us by the power of your Spirit to go forth as warriors that know how to go forward in victory in life on the battlefields of life. Father, anoint us all afresh with the spirit of praise, worship, and thanksgiving. And anoint us all afresh with the spirit of prayer. Empower us to be the praying and interceding church you, you, you would have us to be. Help us to recognize, Lord, that so many important things are accomplished in the prayer closet, in our times of intercession and prayer. So many important things in the spirit are done and dealt with correctly as we pray. Help us to grow our understanding of the high priority you've called us as the church to in prayer and intercession. Help us to recognize also, though, Lord, that a big part of prayer is listening. And as you speak to us through our times and seasons of prayer, you give us marching orders. You lay upon us tasks and important goals and priorities that you give us to help us to recognize, Lord, that there's much work to be done and that we're to make the high priority of our lives knowing you and simply following you. And Lord, help us to be an obedient people, a people who live to know you and to obey you, to serve you, to follow you, to be your vessels, to be your hands and feet in a world that desperately needs, needs to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, a world that desperately needs to know that the Lord Jesus is the Messiah for the whole world, 
a world that desperately needs to know what your love, your mercy, and your loving kindness look like. Help us, Lord, to faithfully represent you as your kingdom ambassadors everywhere we go as the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you and praise you for this opportunity. And Lord, help us to know, Lord, that in the economy of time, that no day is a day to be wasted. No time is time to be wasted. No moment is a moment to be wasted. Help us to be good stewards of the time you've entrusted to us. And help us to be good stewards of the manifold grace of God. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, as we normally do before we end the broadcast, if you're listening today and you've never made the eternally important decision of asking Jesus Christ to come into your heart to be the Lord and Savior of your life, today is a good day to get saved. If you'd like to make that step, would you simply from your heart pray this prayer with me even now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for all my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess, I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. You said in your word, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to live you for all the rest of my life. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you pray that prayer, we're very much wanting to connect with you and be in touch with you. Once again, my email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. Please do get in touch with us and... uh We want to email you some literature and resources that will really begin to be tools to help you grow up and grow strong and vibrant in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. Please get in touch again, joseph at afr.net. Also, if you're wanting copies, a copy of the article that we shared, An Attitude of Gratitude is its own reward, same email, joseph at afr.net. We'd be glad to get that to you as well. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.